Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Hey guys, before we start this episode, we want to talk to you guys about Draft, the Draft app. I know we've been talking about it all season, but we are super addicted to it, myself and Christian especially. Uh, basically, Draft is an app that you can download on your uh, phone, on your smartphone, and it's like traditional DFS, but you get to draft instead of just picking random players and having multiple players on multiple uh, lineups. So basically, I just start a five-person draft, and then we just do it like a normal snake, uh, you know, like a redraft kind of thing. So it's really fun. I won... Let's see. I think I won back my money this week, which is good. That's really what I strive to do, just win back my money. I think I was like in 12 different drafts this weekend, and I think Christian won some money as well, but we're losing a ton. So if you guys want to play us, don't forget— It's not a good selling point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you guys want to play us, just go to either uh, playdraft.com slash eatsleepfantasy or put eatsleepfantasy as a promo code, and you get $3 free. And you follow myself, ESF Dale, or ESF Brito. And the, the cool thing is that I, we got the email last week, and I think I already explained it to our listeners. But if you don't like it, and you're playing and you just hate it, they're actually giving you a complete refund of your money. So that's worth it in itself. If, if you play it and you don't like it, they're guaranteeing that you will or your money back. Up to $100, I believe. So check that out for sure. And uh, we look forward to playing with you. <laughs> Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming, eat, nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts today, Dale DeMont. Thanks for joining us. With me is Armando Crespo. What's going on, Armando? What's up, Dale? That was kind of monotone of you, so let's... um. <laughs> let's let's let's, uh, let's make it a little happier or something. Whatever Look, they like to hear. We got there. a we got a review saying that we were monotone and uh, we can be a little more funny. I think that's what the review said. Something like that. Um, Maybe he was just being funny himself. With I'm with not us, lie. that was a little weird. With us as uh, sometimes is Austin behind the glass helping us. Uh, I don't know. We still don't really have a name for him. I guess he's kind of like he helps produce the show. So can we call him a producer? I'm not sure. But yeah. Austin, thanks yeah, for joining us and helping us out. Is he muted? Now no, he doesn't I'm want to talk. Here. I don't want to talk because that was still a little weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, thanks, uh, Austin. I know you guys probably heard us talk about him off and on on the podcast. Uh, so he helps us behind the scenes, and uh, he's just listening to the show, giving us some notes, and uh, helping us with some prep and stuff like that. So um, he's probably going to be uh, with us on most podcasts. If you don't hear him, he's still going to be here. So know that he's here with you as well. Um, 
<laughs> like Jesus. <laughs> no, I, I, I look at it more like, hey, hey guys, I look at it more like this. It's like music, man. I don't like Drake, but you know how you start from the bottom and now you're here? Oh, jeez. Austin, you're supposed to be uh. muted by now. <laughs> oh. Just bring the whole show down. Drake joke. <laughs> Anyways, Yo, guys, I still don't have... I need the notes. <laughs> we, <laughs> we are talking... Uh, we're going to go over some uh, injuries, some big-time producers, some not-so-big-time producers, and I want to go over some waiver wire, some early waiver wire pickups. I guess it's not really early because you are listening to this on Tuesday morning. Uh, but before we get started, I want to thank everybody for following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And even uh, we're doing Anchor. We're trying to get more and more into it. I know we talked about it a lot, but um, we just want to thank everybody for their interactions. On Twitter in particular, we're doing a thing where we're doing five-minute member. Hashtag five-minute member. Uh, Armando, do you even know what that is? Have you been on a podcast since we described what that is? Oh, yeah. I created the idea. (laughs) Sure you did. (laughs) Um, Anyways, if you guys are following us on Twitter, basically you – you turn on notifications so it alerts you as soon as we tweet. And then if you reply to that tweet within five minutes with a hashtag five minute member, uh, the number five minute member, all one thing, like how hashtags work, uh, you get entered into a drawing. I think we're going to give away a t shirt. Um, we toyed around with an idea of doing like a Skype call or something like that, but I asked Twitter today all- and people think it's really creepy to have a private Skype call. So maybe I we'll told you, sure. especially with three fat guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what Austin looks like. I'm assuming he's fat. Too. No, no. Austin's in the military. He's he's probably buff. Um, mm. he's typing in the background now. He says I'm fat. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh. <laughs> so Christian isn't here today. If you haven't noticed, so you're gonna hear a lot of ums from me, and you're gonna have probably semi, uh, good to bad quality of audio from Armando. So. Just uh, um, um, yeah, I know. I gotta, I gotta quit doing that. I'm sorry. It's kind of defense, uh, defense mechanism. When I'm scared or I don't know what I'm doing, I'd say I'm a okay. lot. So Dale's scared tonight of losing to me. He has Ryan suck up going, and he's twenty points. Yeah, I just want to say that. Yeah, I. He's, and, he's and, gonna get them. He's gonna get it in our league of record. Aaron uh, Armando had Aaron Rodgers. Which I was like, oh yeah, not because Aaron Rodgers went down, because I don't root for that kind of stuff, but it helped me in my fantasy day. It's even worse when I have CJ Anderson fucking everything up for me, and I will still lose against Armando, even though Aaron Rodgers only had point seven two points. In wait, wait, in you're you're, ba- you're blaming Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to blame um, Lamar Miller or Devontae no, Freeman. No, 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 I'm not blaming Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying it hurts even more that I'm losing to a team that had Aaron Rodgers. And Elijah McGuire. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whatever. I have no, I have the number one running back in the NFL right now, Melvin Gordon, who is carrying my team. Just want to throw that out there, everybody. Armando, I want to <laughs> talk about a couple guys that did pretty well this week. Uh, I'll just name off some names and you tell me uh, what really stands out to you. I guess we can go through one by one. Adrian Peterson, big surprise this week. 134 yards with two touchdowns. He had over 25 fantasy points for the weekend. Are you? I'm not buying it. Are you buying it? I'm not buying it. I, I believe he will be a good RB2 at most. I mean, you probably got him at that value. And if you still have him, you're really happy that's finally happening. But um, I don't see him continuing to be the RB1 
that he showed last week against Tampa Bay, which is a mediocre defense. Yes. Can you agree with that? Yeah, it's a, it is a mediocre defense. The defense they knew they were going to run the ball. I first first game with the team, he, I think he did really well. I know he's Amazing, a veteran, yeah. so you know he. I'm sure you can pick some stuff like that up pretty quickly. If I'm if I have him, I'm going to try to sell him really high for a top end RB one. You know, if I could flip what? him for like Melvin Gordon Howard? or somebody like that, or maybe even Jordan Jai. I think Jai would be your number one target. He didn't do anything last night or yesterday, but he looked amazing. Yeah. So and so, I mean, people that didn't watch the game might still think he's kind of shitty, but he definitely performed this week. Right. He uh, and well, he's getting the work, and with the new offensive line coach that isn't doing cocaine, uh, it might be a little bit better for him. So, if I have Adrian Peterson, I'm really happy that I got him for super cheap. And if you're thin on running back, you could still, you know. Put him in as RB two. I do believe that. I don't think he's an RB one rest of the season. But oh god, no. Flip him for an RB one, and it might be worth something. If not, even for, even for an RB two, I would do. I would even consider Lamar Miller. I know that's a little. I'm not in love with Lamar Miller, but he's still producing at a n- good enough standard. You know, right. like I think I'd rather have Lamar Miller rest of the season versus Adrian Peterson personally. Yeah. Doug Martin. Uh, I would add Doug Martin. Yeah, I would. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. All right, Chris Ivory uh, with Bilal Powell out. You kind of thought Elijah Moore. I mean, I'm not saying you. I know you thought this as well. <laughs> Wait, but- did you just say Chris Ivory, who hasn't been with the Jets in, what, how many years? Oh, jeez. I- <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's, that's bad. That's pretty bad. That's, that's worse than brisket, let <laughs> me just say. <laughs> I don't know why, what I was – it's kind of a – I talked about um, – uh, Larry Fitzgerald, the other, uh, the other. I think my, something maybe is wrong with me. I believe it. I know. I know. I said Larry Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's not too bad. That's pretty bad. But um, yeah, Chris Ivory. I'm sorry, not the Jets. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. Anyways, he had nine receptions for 74 yards and one reception touchdown. That one long one to, to start the game off right after Leonard Fournette uh, ran it off a big one. So, uh, are you buying into this? Chris Ivory deal or no? I'm not. As a handcuff, right now Fournette said he's playing this week, so I'm not cons- worried about it at all. I think you sh- if you own Fournette or any other elite running back, you should probably handcuff him at this point in the season. You're getting towards a midway point, so I think it's a good time to start thinking about handcuffs. And he Ivory is a top-notch one. Yeah, I believe so, and I do agree with you 100%. Now's the time to start acquiring your handcuffs. Early in the season, it wasn't so important because you had time to make it up. But as the season goes on, you want to start handcuffing your guys, especially your big guys, Melvin Gordon, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette. Oh, yeah, if you lose it, I mean, and they, those two guys, just like you said, have really great handcuffs. I love Brandon Oliver at Eckler, and Chris Ivory has proven that he can carry the load if he needs to. Yeah. So okay, you, you there'll be a downgrade, but you'll you, you'll still have someone out there versus having nobody. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. I agree. Uh, the reason why I was thinking Jets is because the guy right after Ivory is Matt Forte. <laughs> so going back to my Elijah McGuire stance, I believed he was going to have a bigger day than he did. Matt Forte ended up with eight receptions, 59 yards. He had 16 PPR points. So He started off hot. Yeah, he did. He did. I... I still believe in Elijah Maguire. I think Elijah Maguire is very talented. Blah Powell's out. He hasn't done anything, Dale. He hasn't done anything. He'll, yeah, I think he has like what two yards of carry right now, Elijah Maguire. Before the season, before this this game, he was doing he he did he did okay. No, Dale. 
okay, look, if you're in a dynasty league or a deep bench league, sure, hold on to him because, you know, eventually the Jets are going to go back to their losing ways and they're going to go to their rookies. Hold on to him for later in the season. But, I mean, they're it's a mess anyways. When Powell comes back, it's going to be a three-headed monster and they're not going to be usable any of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So, yeah, he should be talented, sure. But, I mean, it's if it's going to be like Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and Matt Ford. Like, it's just going to be three-headed monster and none of them are going to be useful at all. Okay. It's going to be the same. I don't know. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, Elijah Maguire, his yards per carry has been around two yards per carry the last couple of games. And, uh, I mean, he did have that one game, big game against Jacksonville a couple of weeks ago. But besides that, not doing awesome. So, all right. Uh, my guy, Ted Ginn, he had four targets mm-hmm. with four receptions. So I want to give a big fuck you to everybody that is that too uh, aggressive? I don't know. But no, no, everybody's no, no. saying how bad his catch percentage was and that he couldn't catch and he was going to drop all the balls and that Willie Sneed was going to be the man. And we haven't seen anything of Willie Sneed. Ted Ginn, four for four for 66 yards and a touchdown, his second touchdown of the season. Are you are you taking this Ted Ginn? Maybe he's a second, uh, second option here? Can we just jump right to the chase? About all this, are, are you worried about Michael Thomas? Very. I think that's a real conversation. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off about Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn is great flex. He has high upside, but that's all he's ever going to be. Sure. I think I think the real question is, are you worried about Michael Thomas? Because this is a conversation now. Yeah, uh, I think Thomas has a talent, and you are definitely buying him cheap if you do buy him. But I am worried. I am worried that this offense is going to spread things around so much. The defense is actually, New Orleans defense was a top scoring fantasy defense of the week. I think they are improved. I know earlier in the season, they didn't look like they were, but um, I think they have improved. They, they've done better this season so far. And uh, I, I don't know if Michael Thomas is going to be the man. I don't know if anybody's He's going not, to be. I don't think any, if anyone's going to be the man, it's going to be Mark Ingram, or Alvin Kamara. I think that that's clear. They want to run the ball over there. That is crystal clear. Yeah, I agree. And well, and if they're not going to run the ball, they're going to pass it to Alvin Kamara. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, if you owe Michael Thomas, I mean, do you sell high? Do you buy low? I, you're, I don't you're know. buying. Like, you're like, buying low on Michael Thomas. If you're going to get Michael Thomas, you can buy low on him. Uh, let me give you. Let me give you a list of uh, a few guys that I think I would buy low. Um, well, let me let me pull this list. Wait, up. wait, wait! This because this is a whole conversation that we had scheduled for the podcast. So, do you want to just jump right into it? Because I mean, we could talk about Cooper, we could talk Julio yeah. Jones, and we it, look. The beauty of Eat Sleep Fantasy is it's we're just talking fantasy football, and I hope that people are gonna pick up little nuggets along the way. Are we the most chicken nuggets? <laughs> exactly. We talk about chicken, chicken nuggets with some barbecue <laughs> <talk> sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about chicken nuggets. We talk about Aaron Rodgers. We talk about Ted Ginn. Um, I don't really think it matters as long as we just talk about these these guys. I really want to talk about selling Michael Thomas. I'm going to give you a list of names, and you tell me if you would take. Basically, you're buying low. So, are you? You would take Jordy Nelson for Michael Thomas without Aaron Rodgers. I would have. I'd rather have Michael Thomas. Okay. Would you rather have I, Michael Thomas or Chris Hogan? Michael Thomas. Yeah, Chris Hogan. It looks like Gronk. <laughs> Gronk is back, and Cooks is is the back. guy as well. I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not too high on Hogan any as much as I was. How about Larry Fitzgerald or Michael Thomas? 
That's closer, Larry Fitzgerald. But okay, before we go, I just want to say this: Larry Fitzgerald does this every year. He starts off so <laughs> fucking hot, like he's amazing for like six weeks, seven weeks straight, and then just falls off a giant cliff. And everyone's like, "What the fuck? He was top twenty-five last year. How is he doing this bad?" Right. He does this every year, guys. Just get out of it. I trade him away. I'd rather have Michael Thomas rest of the season. I don't know about that, man. Uh, would you take? Alshon Jeffrey for Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Okay, so you're really you're I, not selling him. You're not selling. You're you. It sounds like you believe for, in Thomas way more than I do. Well, I mean, you named a bunch of guys that are just as shitty as he is, or you know, like you didn't give me a, like. Would I rather have uh, Michael Thomas or Jarvis Landry? I'd rather have Jarvis Landry. Okay. You're just you're just you're not naming guys that I uh, are very appealing to me at all. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's going down the list uh, pretty good. T.Y. Hilton. I'd rather have T.Y. Hilton. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's move on. Is Nelson Aguilar, like, for real? Yeah, he had seven, I'm buying into it. Yeah, seven targets, four receptions. He had 55 yards and a touchdown. I love I love Nelson Aguilar. I've been saying that for a while. I'm all about it. You've been, you I were think saying that when he was I, doing crappy, too? Yes, I say he was a number one waiver pickup back when week two. Yes, I believe in him. Okay. I believe... And Nelson Aguilar. Okay. I think he's the true number one over there. Alshon Jeffrey might be playing that role, but he is the number one I was here to own with the with the Philadelphia Eagles. Aguilar definitely has more boom potential, that's for sure. Aguilar finished with fifteen just over fifteen points in a PPR league and eleven and a half in standard. So not he a bad so he looks so smooth catching the ball. I don't know if you're watching if you're watching Playdale, but he looks so smooth. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a he's a good option for Carson Wentz. The last, the last good surprise of the week I feel is Robbie Anderson. Mm. Yeah, uh, twelve targets. Yeah. Not a ton of receptions, only four receptions, but he did have seventy six yards. I like his name. Why? That's all I like about him. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting the work, and he has twelve tar- He had twelve targets. I know it was against a pretty shitty defense. Sorry, Austin, but um. The worst, I would say, I mean, I don't know if I'm crazy. I think the Jet, the New England Patriots are the worst defense in the NFL. Yes, for sure. They well, un- I'm not gonna say for uh, sure. Go ahead, Austin. Say something. You can unmute yourself. Yeah, you're on. Yeah, you're on the about, fantasy. Yeah, they're about thirty or thirty-two. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the busts I know personally: C.J. Anderson. Uh, Devontae Freeman were both on my team playing against you. And then Michael mm-hmm. Thomas, we already talked about. And Chris Hogan, we kind of already talked about as well. Are any of these guys guys that you're selling, or is this just a bad week for C.J. Anderson? I know you hate C.J. Anderson. You always have. Well, just because well, I, I don't so hate him. him. I don't hate him this much, Dale. I don't hate him this much. Like, th- that's pretty – He this, this is like a new low for C.J. Anderson, Dale. Look, it, like, he's had two weeks like this. It, I it, hate C.J. Anderson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was a shitty week for him for the entire Broncos as a whole. I'm not too worried about him, but it sucks. I think that C.J. Anderson's best days are behind him. He's going to fall back to being a kind of an RB two slash three, like I've been like we thought he was. Um, if you can sell him for, give me some names like Adrian Peterson. I'd rather have Adrian Peterson over C.J. Anderson the rest of the way. Do you agree? No, absolutely not. Do you want to make that an e-pet? Uh, yes. Ooh, from week... 
weeks from this from week six to week. No, no, no. Starting week seven. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, week six to what? Twelve. Okay, week six through twelve. I have C.J. Anderson. You have Adrian Peterson. That's a neat bet. Uh, and you said week six. <laughs> no, I didn't. Did I say week six? Yes, he, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he tricked me. <laughs> uh, no, week seven, motherfucker. All right, week seven to week thirteen. That's fine. And um, wait, hold on. Do they have they both have their buys? Peterson had his buy with the New Orleans Saints. I think he, the Cardinals like week eleven or twelve. Okay, so how are we gonna do that? Has oh he's already had his buy has yeah he? C J Anderson has all right just add a game for Adrian Peterson at the end we'll just go one more or we'll add week six into it and it's fine <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> okay this isn't gonna work never mind let's avoid Forget this uh, let's, this is a wreck, train wreck all right we'll continue okay. where are we at yeah I still rather have Demarco Murray over C J Anderson I think they're both gonna be a mess I think with the development of Devontae Booker I think it's gonna be even more of a mess I don't know if you agree with that. Uh, no, I don't agree with that at all. C.J. Anderson's still going to be the man there. I understand that he has talented running backs behind him. I understand that, but C.J. Anderson's too good. He had a bad week, but so did everybody on that offense. You're not going to bench everybody. I mean, did Jamal Charles have a great week? No. I mean, nobody did, so I'm not worried Booker, about Booker, it. Booker had a good week. Demar- Demarius Thomas had a good week. Emmanuel Sanders had a good week. Uh, Demarius Thomas did have a great week. Um, that offense is San- in a hole, and that defense did not. No, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. There weren't a lot of touchdowns scored. Yeah. All right. Uh, Devonta Freeman. I'm not worried about him, and I'm not. No. I am worried about Michael Thomas and Chris Hogan. All right. Um, what are you doing with Chris Hogan? I, I personally feel like trade him away right now before his valley continues to fall, plummet. I think it's time for cooks. I think it's a cook time. Yes. I. I want to make that a phrase. Cookies. Time for cookies. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm worried about Chris Hogan as well. He was a red zone monster before when Gronk is out, and he's not doing that as much. So, I'm okay. sorry. I got no. I got I got Austin. Can you slow down on the chat? Because <laughs> it keeps ringing in my ear every time you say something. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, can you send me the sheet sale before you continue? Because I can't uh, keep track. You didn't. Ha- you didn't get anything. No, I haven't gotten anything. It's all right. I'll just keep narrating. Uh, right. Oh, I do. I, no, I didn't get it. No. All right, just continue narrating. Go ahead. All right. Three, two, one. Okay, hold on. I, I'll back all the way back <laughs> up because I don't know where we even left off. This is horrible. Uh, you, you, we, we're talking about Chris Hogan. Okay. Three, two, one. Uh, I am worried about Chris Hogan. Just because Gronk is back, and for now he's healthy and stealing every single red zone look that Chris Hogan has gotten. I, I I do believe he was targeted once or twice in the end zone. Definitely once uh, inside the five-yard line, I remember. But yeah, Gronk is going to be that role for the rest of the season as long as he's healthy. And Cooks is who we thought he would be. I love Cooks the rest of the season. And it just means Chris Hogan's going to be the third wheel. And I'm not too excited about that. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, eventually he'll get injured, but I think it's going to become more of an Amendola. It's going to benefit Amendola more than it will Chris Hogan when Gronk goes down. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I love seeing that stat line with Cooks with 93 receptions on six receptions. Yeah. Like, that's that's amazing. I love that. I know that's not crazy or anything, but 
It's not coming from one big play, and that's what I want to see. Yep. Uh, just some guys. We're, we'll go over an injury, the injuries in depth uh, probably tomorrow's pod, but just guys to look at. We all know Aaron Rodgers is probably out for the season. Uh, can, J- can we talk about this before we move forward? I think this is like a big deal. Okay, why? I mean, we got to talk about like wh- what's the ramifications. What are we going to do about this? You yeah, know, yeah, that's like, why I said we'll we'll talk about that in another pod. We don't need to get get into it today because we still got waivers to talk about. Can we just? I th- can I just say people should pick up Hudley. I just believe in him. He's a mobile quarterback. He's going to be like a Tyrod Taylor like quarterback. If you're looking for him for a quarterback since you lost Rodgers, I think Hudley is a good option. Don't go get yourself Andy Dalton or you know some garbage ass quarterback. That's okay. Let's. Uh, I'll make a neat bet on that. Week seven through twelve, Hudley is quarterback. A top twenty-four quarterback. Armando, what? that's not very bold. Hey, you think Andy hey, Dalton hey, won't be a top twenty-four quarterback? I think there. I think that there's more upside to Hudley, and in that offense. Why? Uh, because. It's a well-coached team with good players around them with Aaron Jones, Simon Montgomery, Jordy Nelson, Charles Bennett, Devontae Adams. Okay, you, you, Cobb. You, okay, you know, you know, some of the skilled players on the Packers would get it. The, I, it's a well-coached team. They're going to make points happen. He's a mobile quarterback. He's going to create points with his legs versus someone like Andy Dalton, who's dependent and is not matchup proof. Okay, uh, I will he take has not Andy had, Dalton. He has not been Andy Dalton over Hudley the rest of the season. Okay, sounds good. Rest of the season, but Andy Dalton has had his bye. Hudley has not. Hey, we're just going by ranking. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I'll take Hudley. That's a neat bet. That's a neat bet. All right, moving on. Just really quick, like I said, just talk about injuries. We'll get more in depth, uh, but definitely, guys, if you haven't heard of that, these guys are injured. Maybe look it up or wait for our podcast tomorrow. Jameis Winston, Leonard Fournette, Emmanuel Sanders, and Golden Tate. Um, all guys that you probably had in your lineup at some point if you owned them. So definitely look. The only two guys that are going to miss weeks are going to be Emmanuel Sanders and Golden Tate, from my understanding. Maybe Jameis Winston. So those are the only two guys you should be really sad about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into some waiver wire, just some guys that you maybe want to look into. Um, Let's start with Darren McFadden here. We don't know what Ezekiel Elliott is going to What's going to happen with Elliot? He may, may not play. They're going to, you know, uh, appeal the suspension, blah, blah, blah. Nobody really knows yet. So I am advising that everybody pick up Darren McFadden. It's pretty well known that he's going to get the looks and not Alfred Morris, even though Alfred Morris has been on the field more than McFadden. McFadden's role is the same as Elliot's would have been. So pick- I. I'm going to advise against that. Why? Because I feel like it's going to be a running back by committee. Alf Morris and Darren McFadden are both very good running backs. Okay. And have succeeded in the NFL in the past. Okay. And um, I don't know. I don't feel like any of them are a viable start. You know, you might have them for six weeks as a spot starter if you need someone, you know, to fill in. Sure. Waste a waiver pick. But personally, I very, I value my waiver wires. And I don't think I want to get someone who I know is only good for six weeks and he's going to be splitting the work. And that O line has not been good in comparison to last year. I don't think either one's going to be an RB two the rest of the way. Uh, so I would just personally stay away. 
save it for Dark War or someone else that can keep the work, you know, and has more upside for the rest of season versus a six-week spot starter. Okay. I, I'm kind of believing uh, Brian Brodus, uh, writer for the Cowboys website, says that he is sure that McFadden will be the team starter if Zeke misses any time. Right. That's fine. They said Yante Carew was going to be the starter against Devontae Parker. He didn't catch a fucking ball. Like, it doesn't matter who starts the game, it's who finishes it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I'll, let's make you a quote on that. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like a picture of a beach with good. that quote? I got it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> all right. So we're we're split on that, but I definitely, uh, I'm definitely looking in Darren McFadden's way if you need a running back. Austin, unmute yourself. What do you want to say? Hey, I really think it's going to be McFadden in between the tackles, and it's going to be the uh, Morris. It's going to be the catching down back. So, uh, hey, for the six weeks, I'm going McFadden. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I and Darkwood sucks. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. we're going to talk about Darkwood next. He is owned in less than ten percent of leagues right now. He. Looks like he has this running back, this backfield job in the Giants for whatever that's worth. He did have 21 carries, the most by any Giant running back uh, this entire season. Not only last, you know, last night he had the most. I'm sorry, last this weekend he had the most carries, but he had more carries than any other Giants running back in a game this season, and he had he 117 yards. All of a sudden, this Giants offense uh, decided to play. <laughs> Which is nuts. Right? Oh, I'm all about it, man. I love it. I told you they weren't that bad. You were just yeah. not loving well, it. Well, well, you were trying to make the case for Dark uh for Gallman. And G- Gallman is droppable. Uh it's Darkwood's job. You agree? All I'm s i am yes. Well, I guess it depends. They're both getting an ample amount of work. I think Gallman had like ten to eleven carries and Darkwood had like fifteen. Twenty one. I, both... I just said it. Darkwood had twenty one oh, carries. He, he had the most okay. of any giants in, in this season. Uh, Okay, fine. Darkwa is definitely the guy you want to own. I de- I do believe in Gallman, and he is the rookie, and they will he will get work, but he is not startable. He is rosterable, though. Darkwa has proven to be an unhealthy guy. He's constantly injured. Yeah, uh, he is a running back two slash flex on good matchups. I'm not playing any Giants running back on against a good running defense. So is that is that what you said last week when you said don't pick up Darkwa, and then Darkwa went off and was a beast yeah what's your yeah what's your he point? Was good. i don't know what you're trying he's, to say i, I I'm, I'm saying the dark was beyond that at this point i think he's definitely worth an rb2 slash R, you know flex he's he's moved a little higher than that's what i just said star you said he wasn't even flexible unless he's playing just a good matchup today i, I i'm re- rewind the tape i just said he was rb2 slash flex on a good play I th- I'm saying he's definitely startable. RB2 doesn't matter the matchup. He just rushed against the Denver Broncos and did pretty well. I, I understand. I think he's... We're saying I the same thing. He, why, are you, why are you arguing with me? I'm, I'm, saying that, I'm saying that matchups aren't as important as you're saying them to be. I, I wish I could rewind this just now because I'm pretty sure you said not to pick him up. I said Gallman is not worth is not worth uh, a start. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. I missed that. Gallman. Definitely not. Gallman, yeah, is not even worth putting on your roster. And you're saying he is. I got you. I understand. Okay. All right. Let's move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys, who listened to that. That was uh You you just want to argue with me is a problem. I'm just watching our game slowly my as my points dwindle. <laughs> All right. Go go ahead. All right. Uh Dion Lewis 
nobody really expected him to kind of take over the way he did after Mike Gillisley fumbled in the first quarter. The Jets went with Lewis, and he put up uh, 29 snaps, took 11 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown. Dale, you're now, misspeaking a lot. You you never misspeak, dude. This is crazy. Why would I say? You said the Jets. No, I didn't. Over the Pats. Yeah, you did. Rewind the tape, Dale. No, he played the Jets. You said... Are you sure? God he said, it. yeah, you did. See, Austin just said, yeah, you did. Okay. All right, whatever. I agree. I think it's crazy. I think Deion Lewis is definitely worth a waiver wire pickup. They are splitting the work straight up 50-50 right now, and I think Deion Lewis is worth a waiver wire. If you're one or two, no, but if you're in desperate need of a running back and you lost somebody this week, like Fournette maybe, I think Deion Lewis is worth a roster spot. Um, they Well, they're not really splitting the work. I mean, Mike Gillisley – did have 10 carries. Deion Lewis had 11, but Mike Gillisley didn't play much after he fumbled. So, Yeah, he came back in after, what, I think a quarter. Sure. He didn't touch the ball. Right. Okay. Uh, Sam Samaje. God, I can't I hate his name. Samaje Perrine. Uh, what's your thoughts on this? I, he's He scored he's on Sunday. I don't. I cut him. I cut him. I cut him where I could. I was like, all right, thanks for the touchdown. You're fucking out, dude. I'm done with it. He's bad. <laughs> like, I mean, he's he's a starting running back, which means something, but he's not very good. I can't believe how, like, I mean, they want him to be good. They really do. Yeah. They're, like, force-feeding the ball. He's just not. I mean, but, he, he barely gets three yards a carry. It's just, yeah. it's bad. Uh, he, I guess. Rob if, Kelly has a job. <laughs> if you can, if he clears waivers, he's worth rostering. I'm not sure I'm wasting a waiver wire pick on Samanje. Nope. Let him go. Don't waste your time. Chris Thompson, though, Rob Kelly's. I like Rob Kelly a lot more than I did earlier in the season now. Now that I see what Samanje Perrine is, I'd rather have Rob Kelly the rest of the way. Uh, well, yeah, if, he's, if he can play. Right. Either way, I'd rather have Chris Thompson. Perrine is not going to be on my rosters anywhere. He's bad. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, some wide receivers I want to talk about. I think my... Number one wide receiver target, if you really needed one, is Marvin Jones. We don't know the full status of Golden Tate as of this recording, what's happening with Golden Tate. Last I heard, he could be out for a couple games. We'll see. Don't quote me on that. But Marvin Jones, it was getting more of a snap share than Golden Tate to begin with. And man, Matthew Stafford targeted Marvin Jones multiple times in in the end zone. Yeah, he just likes to play with him. I agree. Yeah, I'm all about that. I, just a, a little deeper is I think his name is Brandon Fowler. Yes, with, with Emmanuel Sanders out, I think he was he was targeted just as much as Marvin Jones in the red zone right. this week when he went out. Yep. Yep. So both those guys, if you are in desperate need of a wide receiver, I think both those guys. I 100 percent agree with you, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones one, Fowler two. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Marvin Jones had 22 targets in the last two games. That's being in this offense is. That's pretty important stuff. If yeah. if Golden even if Golden Tate comes back, I still think Marvin Jones is an uh, option at least. Yeah, and I just want to add one more. He's not on the list or anything, but Juju. I'm not gonna say his last name. Smith Juju. is. Yep. I think he's slowly taking over the Martavis Bryant role, especially with Bryant requesting a trade. Juju has been a lot better than Martavis Bryant so far this season as well. Yeah. So did, did you see the whole stuff with? Uh, Martavis Bryant's girlfriend tweeting and all that stuff. 
No, what happened? Yeah, that sounds no, great. Saying, no, you know, he needs to get out of there. He needs to be somewhere that they're going to use him, and he's too talented and knows the game too well to to uh, not, you know, to be on this team or be in this role. She she seemed pretty What upset. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. That's like, uh, yeah, that's not good. I would not want Erica tweeting about me playing football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tight end. If you if if you're in need of a tight end, I think Zach Miller is an awesome option. You can go on the other side of that as well. I agree with you, Zach Miller over Deion Sims, but Deion Sims is, has been pretty good as well, yeah. surprisingly. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd rather have Zach Miller. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your your spiel. Yeah, and we talked about. Uh, Tyrod Taylor a little bit last week with his good schedule. Don't forget if you are streaming quarterbacks, we'll get into the streamers a little bit later too, but uh, he has three very uh, favorable uh, matches coming up, including the Jets. So if you're streaming, Tyrod Taylor might be a guy that you can start for the next two or three weeks. Just FYI. And don't forget about Ryan Fitzpatrick if Jameis Winston misses time. Ryan Fitzpatrick is serviceable. And he has great yeah. weapons, probably better weapons than he ever had. So uh, he was pretty good with Brandon Marshall and uh, Eric Deckerdale. I think he has better weapons now. With I don't know, man. Mike Evans, I, I'm I know he had a, he caught that late touchdown, but beyond that, I was a little nervous. He it's not it's not Evans' fault. Dale, he I'm worried about Mike Evans. He hasn't had a hundred yard game yet. Okay. And I love Mike Evans. Okay. Uh would you do would you DeAndre Hopkins for Mike Evans straight up? Uh I in yes. Oh my god, I'm about to get Mike Evans. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I think I would. I think I would. All right. I love it's Mike close. Evans. It's close. I like Mike Evans it too. Is. I He's probably one of the most talented wide receivers, a big body. I just like uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think I think Deshaun Watson's going to get better and better, and DeAndre Hopkins is his top target. So Deshaun Watson mm. is better than Jameis Winston. Can we say that yet? Yeah, we could say that. Yeah, I believe so. All right, wow. We might have a trade in the making, guys, live on air. Uh, just a report. I know you guys listening i've already seen monday night's episode but if you're rooting for me <laughs> i'm down by three points uh actually because we're playing oh man i am like just a little over three points away from armando so one three-point field goal will not win it for me i need one more field goal here and i can uh, one long field goal and i can win Mm-hmm. And it's a third quarter with nine minutes left, and they, all they're doing is scoring field goals. <laughs> when are they going to be upset about this? Jesus Christ! Um, well, the I, the problem I, is they're down by so much they're going to stop kicking field goals soon. So I got to get I another field goal in. I mean, they're only down by seven, but eventually they're going to be like, "Oh, we got to score a fucking touchdown, guys!" <laughs> you know, it'd be crazy if say he gets a forty yarder right, and I win, and or I'm up by like point eight. And then he misses an extra point to end the game, and then I lose that I, point for a missed extra point. Or D- Delaney Walker fumbles the ball because you have him going as well. Oh, yeah. you're, you're literally 30 yards or a field goal away. You're going to win. No, no, it's the third quarter. That. I don't want you to say that. You know, I purposely, you texted me and called me all weekend, 
And I purposely did not call you back. You know that, right? I just wanted to, I just wanted to congratulate. I'm not fucking stupid. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Uh where are we at? We're I think we're covered. Is that the episode, Dale? Yeah, I believe so, man. Um again, you guys can uh, follow us on Eat Sleep FF on Twitter. I sent out a shit ton of decals. Uh, Armando, I think we sent out like 75 decals. Uh, if That's you, pretty impressive. If you guys want one, uh, well, it's impressive for me because my hand hurts because I hand wrote everything. I got to figure out a better system than handwriting every single one. But if you guys want a decal, go to our website. Uh, there's a little drop down for it. You could just click get a free sticker and then put your email address and everything. Put your full name and your full address, not email address, I'm sorry, <laughs> full name and full address on there. So many people just sent me an email saying send me a sticker and didn't send give me an address or anything. Um, and Does this mean I have 75 friends? Uh, yeah, it's, it means that at least 75 people are listening to us. Or like me. Well, it has nothing to do with liking you. I don't know where you're getting that from <laughs> or that they're even your they friends. Want my, they, want, they want my sticker. <laughs> Uh, I have like, I got a shit ton of stickers. I probably have, I don't know. I probably have a stack of maybe three inches tall of stickers left. So we've got plenty of stickers. I spent way too much money on them. They're really good quality. You probably put them on your car and they'll last probably 10 years. Um, Oh Oh, Jesus. And for a five minute member, look, we're sending out t-shirts, but we don't have big boy sizes and I keep getting requests for big boy sizes. Uh, so I don't know if you want to buy some just to give out or are you, just... are you saying we don't have children's sizes huh or like to- what do you mean big boy like toddler sizes? no no, no like uh double xl and above that's that's big that's big 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 yeah yeah that's what i'm saying we have hefty listeners <laughs> that's fair enough or or just people that like really baggy shirts that could be the case yeah that could be it we have we have thugs to listen to us um i wouldn't really call them thugs it's possible <laughs> um, I do have or, a small shirt. How about this? Um, how do you want to give away a small shirt? Do you think anybody listens to us or wears? Small- how about how about the how about the first person that tweets at us for a small shirt gets it because we don't have any small listeners. Um, wait, no, that's and then they'll have the, then they'll give it to the, then they'll give it to their girlfriend and we'll have a, a an attractive woman wearing our t shirt, which we don't have yet. Uh, that well, no, no, I don't say that. I gave away a few shirts to attractive women. Name one. Not named your wife. <laughs> no, I mean like listeners. We've we've sent listeners shirts. <laughs> I was gonna get you in trouble. So I was gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, anyways, uh, I don't know. We got to figure out something to do with a small shirt. I don't know what to do with it. Uh, how uh, do you can it you can j- you can jizz on it, and um, you never mind. Jeez. You can use it to wipe up your jizz. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, oh one, before we leave, again, I want to thank everybody for listening to us uh, on our live show on Friday. It was awesome. We appreciate all the calls. Pretty much back-to-back callers uh, the entire show, so we appreciate it. And, um, again, thanks for listening. For Armando Crespo, my name is Dale and Austin Behind the Glass. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>